0: Oh,
1: Hi, everybody. This is Tiki Al, Al Zakeda.
0: Tiki Al Zakeda, Hollywood prop master.
1: So I would go to these shows, and the guests at these shows would look at my stuff and go, wow, we could have really used somebody like you on this project we just finished in L.A. Because back then, everything was in L.A. Hmm. You know, you hear that for years, and eventually you're like, okay, I guess I gotta move to L.A.
0: It's a hint, yeah. I'm gonna yeah, take the hint.
1: Like, <laughs> right, gotta take the hint. So again, this is like 1985, 86, and in 87 I moved out here, or maybe it was 85. I don't even remember now. But been, you know, it's been a few years, and I came out here, left
0: all my friends behind in Florida. They're still there. <laughs>
1: and which is not don't don't get me wrong lo- I love Florida I'm, I'm a scuba diver the beaches are beautiful it's not the Florida that I grew up in but you know what place
0: is the place that we grew up in anymore? right you know, everything has changed so much
1: but I still like to visit but you know I came out here you know and I've worked on Star Trek I've worked on Star Wars I've worked on Chronicles of Riddick uh, I, I was a regular on Drew Carey years
0: nice wow
1: and it was hilarious because I would literally go to wardrobe wearing costume pieces and these kids that are in charge of wardrobe they would they, they didn't know what a Battlestar Galactica jacket looked like they're, they're like 22 years old they had no clue so I get a call from people three months later when the show aired they're like dude I was watching Drew Carey and you're at the bar in a colonial cypher costume. What the hell was that? Like, How oh, you caught that? Huh? How could I not catch that? You're like, you're like literally looking off camera, just kind of smiling, holding a beer, and you're wearing a oh con belt buckle. What? The, you're, you're like out of control.
0: Oh like, my god, well, you yeah. were out of control, Al. I'm going to have to go back and watch the Drew Carey show now just to see these yeah, spots.
1: I was, I was on a bunch of those episodes, and it was so funny because. <laughs> I got on that show as a as a onesie one time hit they basically hired me because they wanted me to be one of uh, one of the characters friends this character Mimi who was like a terror on the show but super nice in person <laughs> and uh, they said yeah w- w- they picked you because you were the only guy with a shaved head that wasn't covered in tattoos
0: <laughs>
1: which now it would be the opposite they would want the guy covered in tattoos because that's in vogue now yeah right so they pick me and I go in there and I you know I meet this girl on the show who's supposed to be my girlfriend on the show and we hit it off because guess what she's from Gainesville Florida oh my god ah. <laughs> so we had a night for four and uh we finish we rap, I you know out the door thanks everybody it was really nice working for you bye bye I'm gone yeah. the next day I get a call from Central Casting you was just I I'm like yeah what did you do I'm like what <laughs> excuse me they go we, we booked you on True Carry what did you do I'm like uh, I showed up at Warner Brothers I met Ed the guy in charge of the extras and I you know did the show and I came home Call. Well, you must have done something. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, Look, I'm really sorry. I, he goes, You don't get it, do you? And I'm like, No, this is my first time I've never done this before. She goes, Oh, well, okay. Okay, because they called us about you. And I'm like, Really? Oh, okay, nothing bad. And then it goes, No, 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 no. No, they called us. And, uh, you know, and I'm like, so, so was it, did I do something wrong? Right? He goes, No, 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 no. It Call us.
0: I'm like,
1: what do you mean they never called? He goes, yeah, they called us to thank us wow. for sending you. And I was like, oh, that's so nice. And they're like, you still don't get it, do you? And I'm like, Dude, what the fuck? You Yeah, know, he goes, yeah. Well, okay, so they want you to be a, you know, come back on the show. And i was like, oh, that's so nice of them. I'm like, yeah, okay, fine. We'll call. We'll let you know when to come back. i was like, okay. So I ended up doing the show for like three years.
0: Wow.
1: Yeah. and you see me like I walk into the bar you know I say hello to the bouncer you know we high five I walk over I have a buzz beer blah 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 and uh it was a lot of fun and, and I got a lot of a lot of air time I never got any line cause I wasn't a cute girl <laughs> cause I found out that's the way it works <laughs> literally cute girl would show up first day on the set the following time that I'm next time I'm up there she's she's got line. And she knows Keith, uh, you know, first AD, and she knows this guy and that guy. And I'm like, well, I've been here for a year and a half, and I only get to talk when people are talking in a group. Okay, whatever, I'm still here. Yeah. And, and I'm having a good time. And next thing you know, they need somebody to play a swamp creature for this episode, and they can't get a union guy. But wait a minute, I'm a suit performer. I show them my business card. And now I'm a swamp creature on Drew Carey. Yay!
0: You had a business card that said you were a, a suit performer?
1: Yeah, I had a business card with me as Darth Maul. <laughs> which, we would all put our business cards, we would all pack them on the uh, on the bar wall to give it authenticity. <laughs> so, uh, the guy who was the suit performer, they had this like creature from the Black Lagoon wannabe suit. And uh, the guy flaked on him so Keith is like freaking out and he's like well what do you mean we need him here you know, blah, 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 blah. so I hear all this and I walk over and I go hey Keith I'm a suit performer he goes what 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 do you mean you're a suit performer I go hold on and I walk over to the bar I take my card <laughs> off the line I go here you go and I show it to him he goes oh well yeah but this is a creature suit uh, it's built around a, uh, a wetsuit and I go yeah I'm also a certified diver <laughs> oh, okay, okay so take them into wardrobe so I takes me into wardrobe. I put on this thing and it's it's basically a wetsuit and they sculpted all this stuff onto it and I'm like, okay, great so I come out and instead of just walking out like la, la 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 like like a regular guy, I'm kind of creature from the black Lagoon. like you know, my body's a little heavy and I'm out of the water, and they're like, "Oh, that's awesome! We love it. That's great. Yeah, you're on. You're on." I'm like, "Okay, cool. All right. Well, this is filming the last last thing we're filming tonight." I'm like, "Really? Yeah, you're
0: gonna be here till like midnight." I'm like, "Okay, great." So how flexible we do you are you? Yeah. Uh-huh. You're so flexible, Al. <laughs> well, you know, you 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 have to be the gentle reed.
1: I have found that the mighty oak can weather a storm, but eventually will break.
0: Yeah, right. Nice. <laughs> so
1: you you kind of have to go with the flow. So, yeah, if you ever watch an episode, the character of uh, Ryan Siles, uh, Oswald. Is it Oswald? No, it wasn't Oswald. It was the other guy. The big tall guy, Ryan Siles. He uh, he buys radioactive swampland. And at the end of the episode, during the credits, he's sitting on, a, on a, like a dock, and he's wearing a hazmat suit, and he's fishing, and he catches something on his hook, and then he pulls it up. My, me and my swamp creature suit come out, and I've got this huge oversized hook stuck in my mouth. So he's like all like freaking out, and he takes the hook very painfully out of my mouth, and I smack him <laughs> off of the pier. Then I see his beer, and I grab the beer, and I go underwater and take his beer. <laughs> so it was a really cute little scene, and what freaked them out was, I did it in one take.
0: Wow, good and job. And they were like, holy <laughs> shit, that's it, that's a keeper, we're
1: done, let's, let's go home. <laughs> so I was like, that was one take out.
0: <laughs> wow, that's awesome, man.
1: Yeah, it was fun. So, So, you you get to do little things like that when you work in this
0: industry. Are you interested in science fiction with a Hawaiian twist? Nafi is a retired pro surfer who works security at a pineapple plant. He falls for a girl who uses him to break security so she can investigate a conspiracy to destroy Hawaii's pineapple crop. Unfortunately, she gets caught. Nafi gets in trouble and the epidemiologist who's behind the pineapple virus Is out to kill them. Honolulu Hati is a cyberpunk action adventure novelette set in post global warming Hawaii. To get this novelette, go to Amazon and search for Lancer Honolulu Hati. Go crack open the show notes because you'll find some great goodies like some photos of Al's prop work and photos of his tiki work. And you got to check out the man's Jeep. It is something to behold. Think of it, folks, a tiki Jeep. Where are the show notes? If you're using a podcast player on your iPhone, just go over and glance at the podcast where your podcast player uh, keeps your notes. If you downloaded this from the internet, go back to the page where you downloaded this MP3 and you will see on that webpage, the show notes. Next episode, we hear more from Tiki Al. i to know you lived overseas too. Um, Yeah. How was that like? And, and how is Shanghai different than Hollywood?
1: Um, well, Shanghai was, was very interesting. It, it, the, the things that made it good also made it bad.